You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Play the game. It's time to play Blades in the Dark. Baby, wanna play Blades in the Dark? No. <laughs> no. Where? Baby wants to play. Oh God! That, that wow, sound man. you hear is people across the world hurling their laptops oh, across the room. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to do the uh, the thing that's going to get a reaction out of you guys. Oh <laughs> Baby wants to play the game. Jesus. You can't, oh. can't if you're if you're oh. watching on Twitch, you can't see below my chest here, but I'm wearing a uh, a full diaper Stop. right now. Yep. Stop. Yep. It's a good look. I no one needs to envision that. Oh, it's fantastic work. <laughs> and now I inevitably am. Yeah, think about it. Think, think about it. Everyone think about it. God, the people at home don't realize that before this, we were having some really like kind of deep and, and uh, nuanced <laughs> discussions about our lives, the state of our industry, etc. And then it's like, okay, ready to go? Camera rolling. And then Jared comes in hot with, daddy, daddy, want to play? Baby, want the bottle? Oh, Oh, but I'm laughing and that feels good. You know, you guys might not be, but I am. And it feels really good. Uh, Welcome to Haunted City. This is a show where we play Blades in the Dark, the incredible game by John Harper and Evil Hat. Please go and buy a copy and play it because it's the best role playing game. Uh, You know what? I've been saying in the last 20 years, but now I'm just going to say of all time. I should have been saying of all time for a while, but uh, there you go. Uh, we're so happy that you've joined us again. You, you, you probably know. I don't know why I always announce what we do here because the if you if you're watching episode twelve of the second season, I hope that you <laughs> you, you you know what's going on already. Um, otherwise, you're going to be really lost. Uh, but if you are new, welcome. Um, I, I have my incredible cast with me. These, these people are just really, really talented actors, improvisers, uh, game players, but they're also, can I just say, they're also good people. They would never lie to you. Um, they would help someone in need if that person was hurt or if they needed money, like say if a friend needed um, I just a couple hundred dollars to get him God through to it, like Jared. next month. What? What? Go on. Yes. If someone needed a couple hundred dollars <laughs> to get through to next month, if that person had like kids and <laughs> and a mortgage and needed just a couple hundo, that by the way could be divided by all three of these actors. So they so one of them wouldn't have to bear the entire mm-hmm. burden of the loan. Yeah. 
these actors would give it to that person. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad you've thrown that in the mix, Jared. I need to ask you guys for a hundred dollars if you can. I mean, I know uh, Ross. It's fine. It's it's it might be hard on you guys. So Jared, I'm looking at you, my man. If you can maybe front most of the costs, that'll be that'll be great. Well, let's see. A hundred dollars. So that's thirty three dollars UK. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> how many pounds are you getting from that? I don't you know, really man. With the state of affairs over here, I think I think the, I think the dollar's strong out here, man. Oh. Yeah, no. okay, strong is probably not the right word. It's okay. Uh, anyway, I just want to say it's Abu Salim, Josephine McAdam, and Ross Bryant. I just want to say your names. Thanks, and uh, was, Abu, I'm I gonna was... Venmo you, man. Oh, okay, cheers, man. Thanks. I was like, wow, there is no way. No way. Did you see the skepticism on all of our faces when you started complimenting us? Yeah. Like, there's no way that this is where this is ending. It's when like, you started either, to either, compliment either us. someone's dying or yeah. they, we're getting mo- or we're asking for money. So it's like, yeah. that's it. This came in hot with the sales pitch, but just with the, the compliments, you found maybe the only other thing that could make us more uncomfortable than you imitating a big baby. <laughs> is, is you calling us good people who are know, right? and have good souls. Know, right? now, now you're challenging me. So what I can do is just every time we play, try to find something that will make you even more uncomfortable. You know? Right. Fantastic. You, I'm, I'm so looking forward to this. Well, actually, instead of instead of me having to guess, which would be really tough, why doesn't why don't we all talk about things that really make us cringe as sort of a um we could do it as sort of like a, an ice-breaking conversation at the beginning of the show before we start playing the game. So it could be like kind of like so that we can have like some funny banter before we start actually playing. God damn it. Jared, you've, you've already been doing this for seasons. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? What, what's wrong? Okay, so exactly could we find it would probably be a shorter time finding the amount of episodes where we didn't cringe immediately in the first two <laughs> seconds of the game <laughs> oh okay well i need i guess i guess i guess what i'm saying is my fuel tanks are empty and i need more ideas and oh, uh man. you know it's blades in the dark where the players get to provide as many ideas as the gm so you have to provide ideas for ways to make you uncomfortable joe what is something that makes you cringe that you see people do uh or that you see out in the world and it really makes you like go like oh don't oh. well you can't really do this in this format maybe you might challenge me in this but um when Okay, I feel bad saying this because I'm sure many people have done it. But when people use gifts of themselves in a reaction, hmm. oh, that- people do that. People do that. What the? F- oh, so <laughs> many people what? do that. Are you kidding? I'm, I've never logged onto the World Wide Web because I'm afraid someone's going to steal my identity. But I hear that people do gifts on there, and <laughs> you say they do gifts yes. of their own face of themselves. No, 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 no. no. Gifts exist of them out there and they are using them in response, you know, like as they're responding to stuff. And it's like, I always find that a little, I don't know, something strange and are these famous people? About it to me. 
Are these yeah, famous or whoever, people? Or like, then we can say who it is. Who the fuck no, did no, that? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, not like that. I name, mean, like all name. of us. All of us have gifts out there of ourselves. Yeah, but oh, I guess so. Who, who That's what it? I mean. Yeah, and so right. if you started, you like, mean, Jared, like people who actually create it, like you know, no, take the time. Well, I'm sure and... some people do. Well, um, but Jared, use... if you responded to everything online, like with a gif of yourself. That'd be great. Right, that's what I mean. I, think that's I mean, fantastic. this is great. So now, okay. So if people have gifts of me, could you please send them to me? <laughs> Jared Logan at glasscannon.com, glasscannonnetwork.com, and I will just fill the Discord with them every time I respond to something. Great. Awesome. Fantastic. Great. Okay. That's a great idea, Joe. Thank you. All right. Great. Abu, something that really makes you cringe. Oh man, it's hard because it, it it really is it's, it's difficult to make me. What, what would make me cringe? Could you come back to me? Because I, yeah, I find, you, I'm might like, I find so you might just be a really tolerant. You might just be a really tolerant guy. I think I've I've just I've seen a lot of shit, man. You know, yeah. yeah. You don't I even like nothing. cringe internally. I think I, the only the only cringe I the only cringe I have is like either through my own actions or my own like you know mm. silliness. Yeah. But like yeah. when it comes to seeing things, like I, there's as I said, I, I always find ways of of sort of adapting. Like you know, as I say, like the Kardashians, they're aliens, right? Oh, it's, right. That's right? you were so, saying you're like the Kardashians. You know, I'm I'm like the Kardashians. I'm soulless <laughs> and and have no kind of no. But this is the thing. Like I just find ways of yeah. I'm, after, yeah, come back to me. I'll, I'll think about it. I think, okay, no problem. I'll come back to you. Um, Ross, do you have something that makes you cringe? I, I like to think that I'm, that I'm as tolerant as, as Abu, the, uh, walking through life saintly and unaffected. But I, I feel like what we're saying are maybe variations on the same theme, which is the things that are most likely to make us cringe are truly the things that you're most afraid you do um when you see <laughs> qualities that you are afraid you maybe exhibit or can <laughs> tend to exhibit reflected back at you uh cringer cringe thyself uh or something um uh, and so uh, like i don't know like i like I'm answering maybe a joke question too sincerely <laughs> no 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 sincerely is good um, we can be sincere. I'm always pretty okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like, like, I and I fear. I think as as somebody who is like a like who dwells in this sort of like performance world. When I when I I cringe when I see people who are maybe a little too desperate for attention, um, and and. And I think the reason I do that is not necessarily me judging them terribly harshly or seeing them as like some like, oh, shame on you. But more but more it, it teases out a part of me or points the finger at the part of me that is infected with the poison that uh <laughs> needs the approval of strangers. And right. and that's that's my little cringy cross to bear. Yeah. Which, like, on the other hand, it doesn't bother me when I see, like, people looking for attention because, you know, I go on the internet and perform four times a week just for me. I don't mm -hmm. do it for other people, you know? Like, 
I do it to make myself. Wow. I, I guess, I guess I learned a long time ago. You have to please yourself first. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And so I mean, what, are I, we, what are we all doing here? We're all doing this in some level for, for to, to gratify ourselves. Yeah, no, okay. I guess. okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I like Abu. Yeah. You have to tell me that you weren't like, were you not cringing when Jared <laughs> dropped um, his Gen Z dialogue for like a full three minutes? No, man. I thought it was pretty. Di- I thought it was pretty funny. Well, wow, it can be funny. Wow, and Joe, cringe. you know what? Actually, wow, you know I what? guess you were alone in that. <laughs> it can no, no, be no, no, funny no, no. and no, no. cringe. Hit me, hit me out. Hit me out. Right? Okay. Look, the thing is, right? You can kind of the way I look at it, right? Is is like this. Basically, some people out there don't have food, you know? So why do I need to cringe at, like, Jared being... You know what actually makes me cringe? No, 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 no. I get it, Abu. What you're saying is when you see someone starving, you cringe. Yeah, that's it, right? (laughs) That's You know what I'm saying? Like, So what makes you cringe is, like, the suffering of your fellow man? Is essentially poor people. Uh, Yes, poor people. Got it. (laughs) Got it. Okay. No, wait. Thank you. Not, wait, Thank okay. you for answering. No, I don't want to know. I don't want to stop there. I've, I actually realized what makes me cringe is people who sing at you. So like, you, oh, know, yeah. you have like a, you have a conversation with someone, right? And then they just start like singing at you. Like I've had this, I've had this several times before, right? And what? It, it can be, it can be many, it can be, it can, like just, just rant, like it's actors mainly. Oh my God. Actually, you know what? This is, this is the moment that I cringed. <clears throat> Oh, fuck. Okay, now I remember it. Shit. Now it really hurts. See, this is the thing. I don't cringe at many things, but when I do, it, it, it's almost like I convulse. So I was at drama school and, um, I think Lay Miz, <laughs> the film had just come out and essentially, you know, drama school, this is where all the actors are who, who, who go to train to be actors. Anyway, um, Lay Miz had just come out and they started like, everyone just started singing. Can you hear the people sing, sing the song of angry men? And they started like turning the common room, which we were sitting into barricades. And I remember just watching this and I'm like, who are these people fighting against? You know, most of these people, right. And look, I'm, Again, I no problem with, with, with people at drama school who go to drama school, but they probably haven't fought in their lives. Like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at them and I'm saying to myself, your dad's probably rich as fuck. Your dad's an actor. Your dad's, you know, and I'm just thinking to myself, who, who the fuck are you fighting? What are you barricading from? Anyway, so that was, the, that was the time now, when I, I really cringed. Musical theater nerds, uh, can make you cringe just about every, but you know, they five minutes. Even, they weren't even musical theater. Like when you see musical theater, yeah, okay, sometimes it can be a bit too much, but sometimes when you hear their voice, you're like, wow, these are just actors, <laughs> actors who think they can sing. And when they, then when they start singing, it's, 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 it's almost like, fuck, you really, you, you love the sound of your own voice. You know, I would just want to say what, oh, go ahead, Joe. And then I have, I have, okay. my, I want to, t- I want to share what makes me cringe. Well, I think I'm, I'm misunderstood. You know, you, you guys, I feel like your cringe is much worse in your minds than what I'm envisioning because I cringe like, you know, whenever my dad makes a punny joke and like, I feel like, don't we all, you know, so like I'm not, it's not like the cringe still has love every time I cringe when Jared speaks, mm-hmm. it's still mm-hmm. with admiration right. and enjoyment. Right. No, cringes often go hand in hand with admiration. Yeah. Thank you for 
that very uh, equitable uh, answer uh, add-on. Um, I'll just share uh, what makes me cringe. It's like when you are a player in a role-playing game and the GM does like some sort of like long, dramatic monologue. A thousand years ago, <laughs> this was a land of beauty and magic. <laughs> then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped mm-hmm. open the gates to the <laughs> land of the dead. The city of Duskfall is a metropolis of tenements and factories surrounded by crackling lightning barriers. <laughs> a thousand miles away is the island of Severos, a p- windswept plain of ghosts Ooh. and ruins. Huh. Outside, the- <laughs> outside the city of Irondale is a wasteland, wasteland of the ravening undead. <laughs> Inside the city is a colonial cesspit of oppression and corruption. Yeah, is Life is cheap in another city ruled by death. Mm. The sun is gone. The only thing that shines in Irondale are the blades in the dark. Yay! Yeah. Baby, baby wants to play! Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, you sounded like Christopher Walken for a second there. I don't, know, I don't know where it was. I can't remember, but I was like, oh, wow, we're going Christopher Walken there. It was probably when my brain malfunctioned. I was suddenly like, oh, 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 oh. two years ago. A thousand years ago, two mice fell into a bucket of cream. Okay. So, uh, here we are. We are back in the middle of a downtime phase for our scoundrels. In our last episode, our scoundrels finished a score capturing the deranged scientist Fabio Boltzmann and bringing him to the justice of the Bear Tongue War Band, a group of Severosi nomadic warriors. After doing that, they made good on some debts to, for example, a hull named Isaac and his sister Agatha, whom helped them in the score. They also, um, you know, found out that there is someone in Irondale who is looking for them. Someone who came in on a, a nobles ship from Duskfall, probably, or Akaros, at least. And that information was given to them by a local informant named Keela. In addition, our friend Alden Sykes found himself burdened with spirits that were that were weighing on him, uh, battering away at his psyche, and so he had to acquire an asset and go to a whisper. They're not. They're no longer being a whisper in the remnant crew. He had to go to a whisper who removed those spirits uh, from from his aura. Also, our friend Valkos decided to indulge his vice by contacting spirits. That's what Valkos does. And Valkos met a very interesting spirit, a, an mm. old shamanic man uh, that uh, that was of, of Severos, a native of Severos. And they exchanged some interesting words. We are uh, in the middle of our downtime. We had done payout. We had done heat. We had done entanglements. But we uh, had not done XP. So we should do XP. Bam. I see what you've done. You're waiting for us to do XP now that we can't remember the exact details of all the stuff we did to get XP. I made a chart here, so it's okay. You made a chart? Uh, absolutely. 
I promise. I okay. I promise that that was not my intent. I will say, I, f- I just forgot to do XP last time, and also I wanted to get more gameplay in for the end of the show instead of bookkeeping. But the bookkeeping no, is no, always no, interesting. Right, right. The bookkeeping is always interesting. It's just not quite as interesting as Valkos meeting his new ghost mentor. So uh, mm. let's let's do this. Let's talk about. Uh, individual XP. Let's start with Alden Sykes, who stressed out and gained a trauma last time. And uh, let's see if we can bring up his sheet here. You are a slide, right? That's right. And I see... I don't see any <laughs> desperate actions recorded for the Fabio Boltzmann score. I don't have any recorded. I don't think... I, I mean, it seems crazy considering how desperate that score was, but I... <laughs> I've been good at that in the past. I, I I must not have had any. I think I'm maybe everything was just uh just shy of desperate. It's possible. Now a, a viewer or a listener might go back and find that there was a desperate <laughs> action. And if they do, please email us or tell us on the Discord and we will give our friend Alden a desperate action XP. Alright, let's look at your playbook advancement. Did you address a challenge with deception or influence? Um, absolutely, I did. Absolutely, I went, I, and I think uh, I, I, I did it many times. Absolutely, I one hundred percent agree. So take one for that. Take one for that. <clears throat> um, you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. This is um, the one I'm not sure about. My beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Um. I mean, my, I worked with, uh, my background as a spy playing both sides of the, uh, colonial conflict here. Um, oh. helped with our, um, the, the flashback I had gaining assistance, um, both from representatives of, uh, the Severosi Warband and the assistance of Isaac, the Hull, um, who, uh, helped us out in a pinch. Um, you also didn't want us to leave the the specimens whatever yeah. behind. Yeah, I well, guess that, that's, that's that more... has more to do with the next the next oh. XP trigger. Uh, no, well that's reasoned, but, but well reasoned, but it'll do the next XP trigger. I'm going to give you beliefs, drives, heritage. Go ahead and take one for that. And, and um, then... because I use so much deception, could I get two for that first one? Since no, it does. Okay. No, I say for the first no. one. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to really? do it. Well, hey, look, you are a slide. You know, it's <laughs> like, uh, I can't yeah, like, just because you, just because you deceive three times doesn't mean I can go three XP, you know. The playbook says, or instead yeah. mark two XP if the, if the item occurred multiple times. Ross, baby says no. Okay. okay. <laughs> the final, wow. the final XP trigger though, you struggle with issues. Give it up to the boss, baby. Boss, baby. All right. You struggled with issues from your vice or traumas during the session. Now, not only did you portray soft very well, you added a trauma. That's right. You can't say that you didn't, <laughs> you didn't show your traumas. So, uh, go ahead and take two for that. Okay. There, see, there see what a generous, generous person I am. Yes, everybody. Your, benef- you your beneficence knows no bounds, oh great boss baby. Look, you guys already have like seven special abilities apiece. So, uh, uh Alden, you know. <laughs> not me, he's man. Just joined us. 
Hey, I, I'm I'm doing okay. It'll mean more if you earn it, Ross. <laughs> All right. What? Tough but fair, <laughs> Pop. <laughs> I mean, okay. I am. I apologize for being a jerk today. Okay, so <laughs> let's go with uh, Juliette Bell Rose. The only person. Yes. No, no, no. Okay, here we go. Juliette <clears throat> Bell Rose. I see some desperate actions recorded here in Insight and Prowess. Would you like to keep them in their respective attributes or move them to your main XP tracker? I'm moving them to my main XP tracker. So I'm going to put two in there. That sounds so, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so putting two in there. And I'll take yeah. it. Those ones. Okay. You addressed a challenge with technical skill or mayhem. You always do. And so I will let you have one for that. Okay, but why just one? Because we are, you know, here's the other thing. Uh, partly the mood I'm in today, but also <clears throat> we are we are a little farther along in the game. And I think I, I, think I need to make it a little harder to earn <gasps> XP. So, so listen, it just like revising you, that rule. A little bit. I mean, we, we've moved okay. to an entire other continent. Maybe XP works differently at this latitude. The point is that uh, I think that, you know, if you use technical expertise or mayhem, great. If you use it three or four times, great. But I don't think that that necessarily warrants two XP. Now, let me say, if your technical skill or mayhem had somehow been integral to the entire score, the plot of it in some way, meaning, like, say you created a big bomb or something, then we might talk about some 2XP for that. Um, is everybody mad at me? Fine. Okay, everybody is, but here we go, moving on. Uh, you take one for technical skill or mayhem. You uh, expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. How and okay. did you do that? If you did. Here is how I'm going to... I can't remember the exact details, but I remember because it has to do with something I'm going to do in downtime. I know that it came up during the scores that... Um, when we were escaping, something about the my, my academic background and the idea that there I could figure out a solution for the people that were in the cages was kind of what was holding me back from just letting them take over um, whoever we were working with, the Bear Tongue Warband. They said they were going to clear it out, and I did not feel great about that because I thought that there was something that could be researched there, and I promise you I'm going to follow up on that note. If you promise me you're going to follow up on that, yeah, I'll let you take this XP. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then finally, you struggle with issues from your vice or traumas. I don't have any trauma. I'm trauma-free, surprisingly. Yeah. Oh, you still are trauma-free? Yeah. Well, you know, they, 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 you know, you can play it different ways, you know? I mean, there's there's also, like, I, I feel like we still don't use the, um, the, the mechanic where you can resist as much as we possibly could, you know? Uh... Or, you know, I mean, you are careful not to stress yourself all the way out often, which I think is, you know, there's no wrong way to play it. So, uh, yeah. but then, but then you perhaps don't grab that XP, right? Yep. Um, okay. So, uh, very good. And that is Juliet. And now let's talk to Valkos. Okay. okay. My friend, what desperate actions did you record? A whole lot of, uh, 
prowess. In Prow- fact, a f- yeah. Now we have a full bar of prowess. We do. Oh, are we are we putting it into another dot? So I think I got I did I, I, if I remember correctly, it was three desperate actions, right? Or was it two? Um, I'm looking back now. I, it could possibly be three. I think I, it was I'm not three. Sure. I think it was three because I yeah because I ended up critting on one of them right and got like. And that was where I... Yeah, anyway, point is... Let's just say three. Um, I'm going to put them in my playbook advancement. Um, because okay. that's what I do. Um, so that looks a three there. And then that puts one, two, three there. Okay. Oh, and he's about to fill up his playbook, I bet. Ooh. You ad- you addressed a challenge with violence or coercion. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Take one of those. Thank you. You expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Remember, we're just talking about the score, not. But so, I think yeah. the I think the the way I did and there's there's a few ways, but I think the one thing that I that I did was the pulling out the uh, uh, Severosi blade that says "Mercy does not bloom." It's not. It's, oh, a, it's yeah. a rare flower that blooms in the Deathlands. There were a couple really great, you know, kind of Severosi uh, phrases thrown about last time. In fact, by coming to Severos, you've basically guaranteed <laughs> Abu more XP. <laughs> <laughs> um, very good. Go ahead and take a XP uh, for that. Amazing. Your playbook is filled. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and clear your XP and, and just remember that you have a special ability coming to you. Okay. And um and then let's talk about you struggled with issues from your vice or trauma during the session. I don't, I don't I know did. that you did that. I don't okay. think I did. Um, I don't think you yeah. did that. Okay. Great. So you have a special ability coming. Why mm. don't I let you kind of think about what that'll be? Yeah. And when it, when we come around to your second downtime activity or maybe you get 3 um, then you can tell us what that special ability will be. I'll let you Sounds kind of good. think about that for a minute because let us return to the Steel Hoof, your current headquarters, the tavern owned by Alden Sykes, and uh, let us uh, put our characters in this sort of home base sort of setting, and let us talk to Juliette Belrose. Juliette Belrose, you have not yet taken a downtime activity. Let me just review very quickly. Alden's first downtime activity was acquiring the services of a whisper whom oh. removed the removed the unquiet dead entanglement from him. Then we went to Valkos for his first downtime activity it was a uh, indulging vice. So now we can talk to Juliet and Juliet. You can either do a downtime activity or take some sort of free play action that will you know forward the plot or help you find your next score. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what this falls into specifically, but to follow up on my promise and the note that I left for myself, I would love to be able to go back to that camp and grab, like, a, uh, probably not a full specimen, but like a, um, a sample of one of the, of what's going on with the, uh, caged creature. Oh, you want to go back to the Bear Tongue Warband? I want to go back before it gets cleared out to get a sample and figure out what was happening to them. Okay. To study study later, you know, in my lab. That seems like a free action, right? Seems like or a free a free play action, not a down. I don't see how it would be a downtime activity necessarily. Um, So here's what I'll say. Um, you leave after the warband. 
You know, you go back and you do a little business here in Irondale, and then you head out. Do you head out on your own? Do you take anybody with you? I think I try to head out on my own because I don't think I already, I tried to sort of hint at it earlier, and I think I was met with some resistance from Valkos uninterrupting here. So I'm going to go on my own. Okay. Um, you arrive at the fortress of Fabio Boltzmann and you find that it is in disarray. The doors hang open. And when you get inside the courtyard, you see that the pens, the, the building that acted as sort of a stable for these creatures or a prison rather for these creatures is uh, completely, uh, the door has been ripped off. The bodies of bear tongue warband warband members lay on the ground, dead, clawed, their throats ripped out. <sighs> Going inside the complex, do you go inside the complex? <clears throat> yeah, I, I'm good. I want to try and find some sort of sample if I can. Yeah. Going inside the complex, you find. Lots of bear tongue warband members killed, uh, ripped okay. up, slashed, bitten. You also find the body of one or two mutants. Okay. Um, and uh, you know they are mutants because they still have some animal features, but um, according to Alden's description of them, they look like uh, as you're watching them that they are sort of returning to human form in their death. Oh. You have ghost mind, right? Yeah. Okay. So you, uh, if you look in your ghost vision, you see that the uh, animating spirits that possess them are are gone. You know, there's maybe just kind of a, a couple strands, you know, what do they call it? The silver cord between them mm-hmm. and whatever spirit was inhabiting them is very thin. Uh, and as you watch, one breaks away and the snout of the creature starts to shrink back into a human nose. Okay. Um, before one does, can I, I'm going to grab a syringe and get a blood sample. Uh, very good. Um, you're getting a blood sample and um, you, um, you hear from a uh, cell in the back, you hear Oh, okay. Um, I will take that blood sample. And is the the ones that are on the ground, do they still have a collar on them? Um, yeah, they all have collars on them. Uh, however, I believe that the item that uh, was controlling the collars got thrown or tossed aside, right? Yeah. I will uh, say that you notice that someone has pulled a lever that opened all of the cell doors. Okay. And the cell door in the back that the sound is coming from is wide open. Is open. Oh, shoot. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the collar, one of the collars off if I can to take back with me as well as this blood sample. And I'd like to try and, I guess look at where the sound is coming from, but I'd like to be careful about it and hide as well. Okay. You uh, look into the cell and you see a small humanoid that has sort of a simian cast to its body and features. 
It looks monkey-like, uh, and um, it, it looks to, to be cowering in the corner and going, ah, 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 ah. Um. I call you Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> I am, oh gosh, okay, so I am going to ready... Like standstill poison if I need it, and I'm going to try and approach and see if it, if they are aggressive or not. Okay. Try to approach um, in a very like you know slow demeanor to look peaceful if I can. Okay. And now here's where a action roll is necessary. How are you going to get close and? Put this thing at ease enough. This person at ease enough to. Um, um, I'm going to use sway here. Okay. And to try and persuade them that I am not here to hurt them. I, I want to help you. I'm here to help. I'm sure that I can. Please, just let me get a little bit closer. Okay. Um, give me. That sway roll, and I'm going to call it risky for standard effect. <laughs> A six. A six. Ooh. The uh, the humanoid seems at ease, does not feel that you are threatening it, and it actually he, he uh, it is a he uh, kind of sat, sidles up. And sniffs you and then kind of backs off again and then sidles up to you and sniffs you again uh, and then kind of like puts its hand forward to kind of take your hand. Mm, okay. Um, we have to be very careful. They will not want to let you continue, but I will keep you safe. I will try to help you, but we must go carefully hidden I'm gonna grab like whatever large cloak I can find um, of someone nearby maybe one of the body if there's something to really cover him and um, I'll take out some uh, trance powder and say this will make you feel a little bit better to sort of like put near um, under his nose just inhalable powder um, he kind of Tastes it. That's, mm-hmm. And then he takes a big pile of it and uh, rubs it on his tongue. Yeah. And then he goes, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. It's supposed to just sort of bliss them out. So um, I would like to attempt to sneak this guy back to. Uh, lab. You want to take him all the way back to Irondale? What are what are our other options? You can, you we can, have other places. You can, but I think it's hilarious that you just tranced him out and made him essentially <laughs> immobile. So no, no, uh, no, no, he's I, not immobile. Like trans powder doesn't immobilize them. It just it puts you in like a sort of like it chills you out. It's a drug. Like 
Right. It's not standstill poison. It's trans powder. I think that, I think that you, uh, getting him back while he is, um, tripping on trans powder (laughs) is extremely difficult. Tell me what action you do to do that. Okay. I was hoping it would make it easier so he wouldn't be like, you 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 have to, you have to cross. You have to cross miles on foot and he keeps wandering off and like eating grass and <laughs> like he keeps like taking things out of your pack and breaking things. Oh, uh, God. Uh, so okay. how, how what do you do? Um, <laughs> you know what? In that case, I'll, if it's really going to make things difficult, I will apply multiple alchemicals here. While he's blissed out, I may just um, just do some. Oh man, I just I need him to trust me though. Well, he does already trust you. He does trust me. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna say like this will help us get through, and I want to give him standstill poison and then drift oil on him so I can just drag him back. It's a little buoyant little. Wow. Entity. I'm, so, I'm so glad that he has been delivered into your way more humanitarian hands. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to help him in the name of science. You have reached the border of the city that is patrolled by the Silver Nails. And their huge stallions are stomping about on the perimeter of the city each one carrying an armored warrior with a long spear. You have a floating simian (laughs) tethered to you. Hold on. Hold on. You have a floating simian creature (laughs) tethered to you. He's buoyant, which means I'm keeping him at my side. It's not like, like he's not he doesn't float away if I let go. What action, roll, what action roll do you use to get back into the city uh, past the Silver Nail guards? I use... Ah. Oh. Remember, you can use any action. You just yeah. have to justify it. I use Tinker because I'm going to set you off. You inject an ex- more drugs? No, I'm going to set off an explosion down the way that pulls their attention. Oh my god! Just to get back into the city? <laughs> this is desperate for great effect. They will go to the explosion. <laughs> Okay. I mean, these players, if I was like, if I was like, your character needs to mail a letter, Josephine would be like, I put poison into everybody at the post office and then send a missile launcher into the post box. Oh, my God. No, wait, but we're on the outskirts, right? I'm not trying to, like, target people. I'm just trying to have an explosion go off down. The- <laughs> okay, no problem. Yeah, you are on the outskirts. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but I'm um, desperate. Desperate for great effect. Okay, let's see how this goes. Um, Um, (laughs) I haven't been really telling you the consequences for each of these, so my bad. But you know that would have probably resulted in you getting apprehended by the silver nails. Was real bad. 
Yeah, uh, but you hit a critical, and so you set off a small, controlled, but attention-grabbing explosion on a, you know, sandy bluff outside the city, drawing a bunch of silver nail mercenaries to that scene, and you were able to sneak in with your floating simian friend. And um, we will get back to Juliet's new friend soon, but let us go around the horn again and talk to Alden Sykes about his next downtime activity. Or free play activity. Man, Alden has really been through it, huh? He, uh... He became haunted after his exposure to the the ghosts of his um, like former. Uh, I love what you did, like a, a former lover. It seems a, a people I've I've betrayed and backstabbed over the years. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, he's he's got a he's got a past, but because he's dealt with that, he's now de de haunted, and he's stress-free um, because he took a trauma, thus clearing his ah. stress bar. Well, let's 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 just be a little bit specific about all that. He took the haunted trauma, so he Correct. can still play that. You oh. can still play that whenever you want to get I XP. Don't, yeah. I don't mean he was fully de-haunted. He's just, he just got the immediate uh, ghosts that were um, uh, attacking his mind have been have been exercised for the moment, but he's still very much, capital H, haunted. Yeah. Um, as well as being soft. <laughs> So the, I think the two big things for Alden right now are he is disturbed by the whole Isaac situation that he's got this hole now that he's a part owner of feels like owning a person's soul is distasteful and horrible to him. Um, and he would like to free this, this entity um, in whatever way that he can to either whether it's like spirit bottle just get it, get it, get it eternal rest so that both, um, it and the sister can sleep soundly. Um, but part of, but of course, uh, yeah, can, can, yeah. So there's that, but also, um, Alden has seen, uh, the immense technical acumen of Juliet Bellrose oh, and, no. has se- and has seen the frighteningly superhuman. Uh, strength and brutality of Valkos. <laughs> and I think feels a little, uh, who has he gotten involved with? And also he's got to mm-hmm. get on their level somewhat. So I never train, but I might train. <laughs> oh, okay. Wow. Great. Great. Uh, what are, how are you going to train? What are you going to train in? The, um, that experience was so Intense for Alden seeing these uh, um, malformed and desperate uh, animorphs, <laughs> seeing um, and being a, in close fighting with um, with Fabio Boltzmann. He might take some take some time to train uh, skirmish because okay. yeah, that seems to be something that like uh, always tends to come in handy. This is a this is a, a tough town, and though he lives by his wits, he feels that these two are going to get him into scrapes. That um, <laughs> his back's going to be up against the wall a little bit more, and he needs to be more of a threat. 
Great. Um, that is a prowess action, and the remnant being shadows have uh, an advantage to training in prowess, I believe. Yes. So that means you get two XP if you spend uh, a downtime activity training it. Is that correct? That's right. Yep. Okay. So how are you training? Who are you going to? What are you doing? Now, you just said that a bunch of the uh, Baritone Warband was slain uh, purging the uh, um, encampment of Fabio Boltzmann. Um, but we do have good, we still have good um, rapport with them, do we not? Yes. And so I-, I can say that it wasn't a total massacre. Juliet, you did not get the impression that they all perished in that mm-hmm. assault. I, I think yeah. I've been around in in uh, Severos long enough to to really admire the the um the ways of of so many of these folks that I've come into contact with. Uh, and I, this is maybe not the right word for it, but like the bear tongues probably practice a martial art of sorts. And I think Vea, my contact there, I would like to to learn some of her ways, and Ooh. maybe I apprentice like. And it's and it's it's hard. It's not like going to a gym. I have to like apprentice myself. I have to almost like I it's it's the cruel tutelage of Pai Mei. Like she's making me she's making me sleep outside. She's making me make her meals. She's making me brew her tea and then like throwing it in my face because it's not it's not right. And uh Well there's but- a specific reason she's making you do some of that. When you find Vea, she is badly injured. And she tells you that when they went to purge the fortress of these unholy mutants, that one of their members betrayed them, opening the cages too soon. And that is why there was a horrible battle. And many members of the Bear Tongue War Band were slain by these mutants. (laughs) That member of the Bear Tongue War Band escaped. Now I'm a uh, I'm a person who tries to act as a broker, make deals, try to smooth things over, get wheels moving. Why is it that one of your number would betray you like that? What does what do they have to gain by freeing these uh, creatures that Boltzmann had uh, made through whatever alchemy of flesh he was practicing out there? Why? I do not know. It defies reason. There was no reason to do this. Then perhaps it was no reason. You know as well as I do that what's out there can addle your wits. And members of your war band, are their their minds becoming unhinged with their time out there? No. No, I can tell you. Carno was a stalwart friend, ally, and brother. I don't know what changed him. I don't know why he would have done this. And uh, she shows you her shoulder, which has an enormous bite mark in it that goes down to the bone. Well, um, I'll see if I can uh, get you some sawbones to work at that so that doesn't get a nasty infection but um 
I don't want this relationship to simply be an exchange. What you are capable of out there um, is borderline supernatural. I want to be one of your spearmen. I want you to teach me your ways. I want to be a strong right arm. Ha! <laughs> you cannot learn to be a spearman. You, you are not Severosi. Then what must I do? You will help me. Yes, I, I will find ways of healing your wound. Bring me some of that good liquor. Ah, the scores of the uh, steel hoofer at your disposal. (laughs) I can show you some spear tricks. (laughs) And that's a start. All right. um, She drills you and drills you and drills you over the course of several days. The training sessions toward the end get a little hectic and she starts yelling a lot because she gets quite drunk (laughs) (laughs) and you can earn two prowess XP awesome great any any other business with Veya before we move the camera on to another character um yeah, just just imagine like uh, Alden covered with like uh, welts and things from how, where he's had to like wrap his arms up and like block spear blows and uh, and stuff. A lot of his time is just spent polishing uh, the metal. It's like like he's not ready to even heft it until he knows how to care for it. But it's but it's it's making it's making a dent. Um, he's he's getting a little bit more sinew about him and um. And he still remains curious of like, why, why would Kano turn against you? Do you have, do you have enemies that might infiltrate you? <laughs> we are the strongest, most deadly warband in all of Severos. Of course we have enemies. But I can tell you, when I looked into Karno's eyes, something had changed. Yes. Yes, right before he pulled that lever. I did not recognize him anymore. Sounds up. You and I both know it goes on out there. Was the nature of this change something that might suggest position? I do not know. But I can tell you this. Possession or not, his torso will be pierced by my spear. If you say it, I know that it shall be so. The words are as nothing if deeds do not back them. I've read that on your spears before. <laughs> And indeed, it is written exactly in Severosi language on the tip of her spear. (laughs) Um, Great. 
And just just imagine like uh, all in, like like reeling back to the steel hoof, like putting putting cold uh, rags on his on his head after a after a very very intense workout. <laughs> uh, excellent. And so that is a second downtime activity for you. So unless you are using some sort of special ability or spending coin, that is the end of Alden's downtime activities. And now let's turn to Valkos again. Valkos, you have indulged your vice. I believe you cleared most of your stress, right? Yeah, I did. Um, okay, great. And the special ability I'm going to pick is Battleborn. You may expend your special armor to reduce harm from an attack in combat or to push yourself during a fight. And I think the way that I kind of achieved this ability is because being back in the Deathlands and then feeling it's, you know, again, feeling at home, something kind of connects with me here. And I end up taking a, uh, uh, like a, almost like a, like, like the sand of the space and put it in a little pouch. And I know it isn't necessarily special armor, but mentally it is mm-hmm. my sort of own little special armor that I now hold with me everywhere I go. Excellent. Yes, and maybe when you expend your special armor, are you saying that you, like, throw it up? Or maybe... Yeah. It, it, yeah, okay, I love it. Uh, it's like a charm. It's mm. That's excellent. All right, well, that... That uh, takes no time to to upgrade, you know, your special abilities list. And now you can tell me what downtime activity you'd like to engage in. So I want to go meet. I want to know. I want to go meet Gramps. Um, he he kind of acted as your vice purveyor before, but you want to just go talk to him. Well, I think there's something. You know, he, he asked. Um, he asked, uh, like, he, what he said, like, if I'm able to keep this, the, the silver silver nails away from the area, he'll teach me the ways, right? Or, or something. He would give me something. And I think, mm. yeah, I, I, yeah, go on. Well, yeah, he, he revealed that the current prohibition among Severosi nomads mm. uh, from allowing spirits to ride in your body is a newer development that actually uh, far back in the past of Severos they were sort of in communion with the spirits and knew how to control this process Mm. so very much sort of what Valkos has been learning to do over the course of our entire game and he said he could teach you more about that yeah so I want to I want to I want to learn more so I think maybe my my next two downtime activities are essentially working this clock of, of mastering or learning what Gramps is going to teach me. Uh, a, a long-term project? Yes. Okay, great. So, um, what, what exa- so, so do you want to learn how should we describe it? You're going to learn techniques to more to more handedly use spirits as sort of a like an advantage, uh, like yeah, to an, an advantage to your yeah, advantage, like yeah. possessing spirits that you uh, allowing spirits to possess you in the moment in order to gain abilities from them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Well, I would actually characterize that as some training. Okay, in fact, and that training would be in resolve, resolve, because resolve is what governs. A tune. Mm, mm. 
So he he can't teach you any of the big tricks until you improve your attune. Sounds good. Let's okay, uh, great. let's get working. Okay, great. And you're going to use both of your downtime activities to Absolutely. do the, the remaining ones to do that. Uh-huh. So, um, uh, he is a ghost. So he and and remember before he said we share a soul. Mm. So um, he uh, in this uh, particular case goes. Uh, you you come up to the hill with like the petrified gnarled tree, and he is uh, sitting there cross-legged, and he says, "Falcos, it is good to see you again." Yes, it's uh, good to see you too. You have come to learn. I've come to open my mind further than what it was before to uh, focus it well then come closer I kind of walk closer he uh, he puts his hands down and cups them and it looks like as a ghost he, he is drawing some sort of silver fluid from the ground perhaps it is you know, some sort of ectoplasm because he still exists on the other side of the veil in the ghost field. And he raises his hands to you and says, when you are ready, drink. My drink. Okay. And as you drink, you don't just drink the weird fluid in his hands, but you start to drink in his fingers. And then his wrists, and now his, like, both of his hands up to the wrists are, like, in your mouth. And then you start to drink in, like, he starts to fold, and you start to drink in his <laughs> entire body. Uh, and he says, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Yes, I can. I am allowing you to retain control. This is impossible. No. This is the old way. I am allowing you to retain control, but in a moment, I am going to take it from you. Do not let me. Right. Are you ready? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Think of something important to you. Focus on that. Do you have it? I do. I see a woman. How do you know? How do you see that? I see her. She is very beautiful. <laughs> but she is not Severosi. You will have to leave her eventually. What? <laughs> Not Are you ready? Concern. Yes, I am ready. She will do for now. Focus your mind on her. <laughs> now! <laughs> and he is trying to move your hand. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting it. I'm really fighting it, but I can, I can feel my hand moving. 
Let's just see how you do. Give me a action roll, and I'm going to, in one of the, these very rare cases, specify that it must be a tune. I think it is a tune. I think it has to be a tune. Uh, yeah. Right. A control, is it controlled, desperate, risky? Yes. It's controlled for standard effect. <laughs> How'd you do? I got a one. Oh. Perfect. Perfect. Over and over and over that that uh, that day, he um, alternately makes you hit yourself in the head with a stick, like bang, 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 bang. he makes you roll down a hill. One time he goes, "Get ready," and he makes you piss yourself. <laughs> oh my um, god! Uh, but uh, over time, you find that you're able to get a little bit more control. And he explains that the first step is stopping him from taking control. And then later you will be able to use his abilities. Interesting. Right now you're just learning how to take a spirit on without allowing it to, to, you know, sort of control you. Control me. Yeah. So go ahead and take two. I believe we said insight XP. Uh, No, resolve, right? Resolve. Forgive me. Resolve. Mm. Uh, Because resolve governs governs a tune yeah nice um, and uh, keep in mind i'm not you know uh, uh, let's play according to the rules so if you fill up this tracker and you want to put it into something other than a tune you can um because this would help command as well for example uh this this sort of exercise and so you guys do that over the course of several days right in. uh all right great so having seen Valco's training and uh, having completed Valco's downtime activities, let us turn to Juliette Belrose, who hasn't taken an actual downtime activity yet. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I know what I'm doing. Meanwhile, you guys are out training. I'm going to be experimenting. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I oh, would uh, like... Ju- let oh, me yeah. just, uh, forgive me, Juliette. Two things that I forgot to do. Uh, actually, you know what we'll do? We'll take a break. I will I will uh, set us up to do those two things, which is to okay. set Valkos' long-term activity clock. Oh, no, we turned it into training. Turn it into Good training. God. Let's take a break so I can get my shit together. All right. Uh, and, and also, we need to do crew XP. I haven't forgotten, listeners. I know. I'm, a, I'm good at GMing this. We'll be back right after this break. We are back, and uh, yeah, I haven't forgotten crew XP. I, I forgot it earlier, but I haven't. I, I remember <laughs> now that we have to do it. But I think we'll go ahead and we'll do Juliet's next okay. downtime activity before we do that. So, Juliet, you were going to do some experimenting. You said, "What are you going to do?" Yeah, I would love to start a long-term project here. Okay, um, and what is the long-term project? We've had pretty, like, extensive long-term projects in the past. I mean, hell, you know, uh, Ekphilia tried to orchestrate an entire murder of my characters. So, could it be that I am trying to find out everything about this um, affliction or whatever has been injected into this creature? Humanoid? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, what um, is, is his name? 
Well, I could ask, but I'm going to call him Una. Una? Mm-hmm. Una. Ah. Yes, I like it. What? Oh my god, he speaks? Yes. Um, I... I did not realize that you could... Are you in control? Control? Ah. And he's like going through stuff on your workshop table uh, and like oh, please, looking at please, it and like... Please do not break anything. It is uh, very special to me. He takes the little gear that he's holding, the little gear apparatus, and he puts it down gently and goes, Yes, I am in control. <laughs> Do you wish to remain like this? Do you remember who you were before? Who I was before? Ah. Ah. No! Uh, And he climbs up onto a high shelf in your workshop. I would like to help you remember. It will make you more powerful. Are you going to make me float again? Not unless you want to. I want more of the powder. <laughs> this I can do. Ah, ah. Uh, he climbs down from the shelf and uh, now powder. But you must promise me that you will stay here. Stay within this room and I will give you all the powder that you want. Yes, yes, I will stay here. Powder. Okay, I'll give him some trance powder. How much do you give him? A ton. A ton? <laughs> I'll give Great. him enough that this he's is like... What, this is what he does. <laughs> and then he goes... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. I, um. (laughs) I'm about to do some, like, uh, uh, ethically questionable things. Wow. We have met the Fabio Boltzmann, and it is us. Anyway, yeah, I am going to have to get some sort of um, something that that will keep him in place here as well. Like, his word is one thing, but I would like to have some sort of way to... Because uh, this is a lab or a workshop that has been provided to us within the steel hoof. Is that correct? Like some... Yeah, it's probably in the basement of the steel hoof or it's an ad- adjoining building. Which is it, Alden? It's your bar. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think there was a there's there there's like a portion of this that is like has like a moonshine still, mm. and and was just like an outbuilding, okay. um, uh, out back, and where we're where we're distilling some very potent um spirits from cereal grains that can you can smuggle in from the from the Deathlands, and um, we've already got some uh. Olympics and flasks and things, if that's your okay. your peer view. 
don't upset anything uh, too much. I'm still actively distilling some of this. Would you like some, uh, some uh, grass whiskey? <laughs> not I. I do not partake. More for me, then. So you're trying to figure out a way to okay. keep... Keep this is what I'm gonna Una, do. Una here. Yeah, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my own cage. Oh my god. Um, that he is going to stay in, and it will be covered with a blanket, and I will keep a steady supply of trance powder in Una, so that he is in a blissful, drugged out state within this cage. Okay. Um. You uh, you quickly realize there is no need of a cage. That if you supply Una with trance okay. powder, he never goes anywhere. And mm-hmm. so, okay. one day... Well, he, but you know what? You just leave the door open and he goes in and sleeps in there. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Or, it's not it's not closed. It's more just put a, the blanket being over it more to um, avoid other inquiring minds from... Right. Perhaps seeing it right away. Uh-huh. Yeah, the door can be open. That's fine. It's not about. It's just the transfer. And so the long-term project, I would like to, by the end of it, essentially, be able to one have an antidote, but two also be able to have what causes it. Okay, great. Let's see. So, uh, like a antidote. full understanding of full this. understanding of what causes it and an antidote. Uh all right, I think that that's a great project. Let's see. I think that what you want is a clock with... Hmm. Well, this is Fabio Bolton's lifetime <laughs> uh, project, is this sort of process. Yeah, but he's already figured it out for me. I have specimens to study, whereas he had to do it from scratch, right? That's a very good point. I'm going to make it an eight segment. Yeah, it's clock. An eight-segment clock, and it's um, going to be called uh, transformation process. Let's just call it that. Okay. Yeah. Um. Great. And so now I would I'll roll. How about we roll survey first? Because the first thing I'm doing is going to be lots of observation. I think. That makes total sense. Yeah, let's do that. A six? Wow. The dice are on my side Uh, for this evil shit. (laughs) Amazing. Jeez. That means three segments. Uh, Really good. And... And uh, Yeah, mm, go ahead. I was going to say, and for the second downtime... Since you guys have already done two, yeah? That's right. Well, yeah. For the second downtime, I'd like to do another long-term project while I'm in the lab. A, a different one? A different one. Oh, interesting. Okay, what will that be? That is to get back down into writing uh, the formula for a new fuel source that Juliet had worked on and discovered in the past. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right. For that, let's see. In the past, you'd worked on it quite a bit, so you'd have some memory of it. Mm. So I'm only going to make it a... 
Let's see, how much is this clock? One, two, three, four. A ten-segment clock. Mm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, ten segments. This one's. This is harder than the uh, study. Yeah. No, I'll take. I'll oh, take absolutely, it. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you kidding? I mean, the Sparkrites have been working on this for forever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is definitely very different. Okay. I mean, I did discover it at one point. Yes. No, I'll take 10. 10 makes sense. Recovering all of that research yeah. was, you know, it, yeah. it was never done exactly. The Sparkrites mm-hmm. retained it. And on top of that, you're not in Dustball where they're, the Sparkrites have all their equipment or yeah. where. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but you can begin to work on that. Um, what action are you going to use to start that? Um, let's do tinker because I think I am recreating tiny little electric barriers and like small, you know, almost like mechet size in my little workshop. And so there's like these little rods, lightning towers, so I can start studying a little more. Great. All right. Another six, baby. Oh my gosh. Three segments. Really well done. Oh, man. Ah, yes. I'm fueled you're, by science. You're, you're genuinely, like, in your element. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. She let was me, working let me tell in you. the lab. Lately. Yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you just what you learned from that period of work, okay? Okay. When it comes to the transformation process, you realize that your friend Una... Uh, is a human that has been merged with a spirit, but in a way you're not used to seeing because generally your ghost mind would allow you to see a mm. possessing spirit sort of sitting and almost separate but inside of its host. In this particular case, the the spirit seems really dispersed throughout the uh, the body so that it doesn't feel like it is a separate entity inside it feels like it's like a more of like an energy running through the creature's veins what Mm. you're not sure of is whether you are looking at a creature similar to ekphelia because Mm. ekphelia had similar characteristics when it came to looking at them with a ghost mind this creature is not acting quite the same as ekphelia acted and you're not quite sure how they were uh, Boltzmann was able to merge body and spirit so seamlessly for your alternate fuel source you have just all you have done so far is gather equipment you've gathered machinery equipment chemicals to get started that was three segments just to do that yep great okay and that, if I'm not mistaken, is everyone's downtime activities. Is that right? It is. Well, you're still short of the coin you'd need to not die in squalor. <laughs> so, free play. You need to look for another job. What about also- XP? Oh, yeah. Oh, I wasn't. <laughs> I was really trying to never do that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Thank you, uh, Abu, for reminding me. Here we go. Crew XP. Here are our shadows, the remnant. And let's look at what they've done. So, at the end of each session, did you execute a successful burglary, espionage, robbery, or sabotage operation? I mean, 
would you i mean what is a kidnapping a kidnapping is not one of those things in fact i think the assassin crew template gives you xp for kidnapping interesting okay so then i guess we um i mean it could be argued that that while the kidnapping was the the culmination of that score, it was espionage, right? It was espionage because you um, you you were infiltrated in as a as as a way you know as a way in for us to break in. So yeah. technically, I would say actually, yeah, no, I think you were right. I think it was technically a, mm-hmm. a, a part of an espionage mission. Hmm, espionage would generally be spying to gain information. And uh, that is not exactly what you did at all. What is kidnapping if not burglary of a person? Right. That's a good point. Although I would say a burglar and a kidnapper would argue that they're, (laughs) that they have very different jobs. And I Uh, mean, did we not sabotage Boltzmann's entire operation? Right, so just because you destroy something doesn't mean you've sabotaged it. Espionage, I'm literally looking at the definition. It says, the practice of spying or using spies, typically by governments, to obtain political and military information. God you didn't do that. Yeah, I yeah. don't think Fine, that you have earned. do it. Okay, okay. Sorry. Sorry, I no, have to be the good. bad it's very guy. Good. No, it's very yes. good. It's very, it's, very, it's very thorough. We have to okay. advocate for ourselves. You understand this. Of course mm. you do. Did you contend with challenges above your current station? Yes. You did. They were they were above you. I'm gonna I'm gonna add the XP here. Um, did you bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one? You certainly did because you chose to ally yourselves with the mm. Bear Tongue Warband and you gained status with them. So you get yeah. a point for that. Did you express the goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of your crew? Well, I would say. I don't know what what what's what your argument our, for that? Yeah, I was gonna say like like as our crew today, what is what are <laughs> our goals, drives, or you know, yeah, what is the, the rest- essential nature of our crew now? You know? Yeah, it's kind of rebuilding huh? phase. Yeah, you know, you still have a reputation which is strange. Yeah, <laughs> but I <laughs> think not- I don't know. I I think there's something. I think we've evolved past that reputation. You know, I, I feel like... Interesting. I feel Interesting. like we're... Well, what, didn't Alden get an impression of us in the yes. field? What, yeah, so, what, so what is? what did you get, Alden? Right. Um, hold on. What's the... Uh, where are the... Um, is there a list of... These of reputations? You have reputations, or is that yeah, just... Yeah, there certainly is. Let me find it. I mean, because Alden, uh, Alden definitely got a read on you. We, we've been we've been a cohort for I, for a I long time, and this is the first time we were a crew together. Here, I, here, mm-hmm. here are the reputations. Okay, mm-hmm. ambitious, brutal, daring, honorable, professional, savvy, subtle, and strange. I, I think we're daring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I this, think this, this is a group every, that yeah. goes up against goes up against um, odd and powerful forces, and contends with them confidently, recklessly, but mm-hmm. gets the damn job done. Damn it! I don't like their yeah. methods, but they get results. Yeah, um, I mean, you seem to describe it that way too when you were describing uh, Valkus and Juliet. So that's, I. 
It does seem fitting. And yeah. And I think yeah. going, who yeah. have I gotten myself wrapped up in with? Yes, these people are not just strange. Oh, don't get me wrong. They're strange. But they are <laughs> dangerous people to know. Great. And I think, so, actually, yes, we did. And I think, and I, you know, this is my argument for it, right? Um, <laughs> we, we went in with the intention of getting money for, you know, our sense you know, to retire happily, right? However, rather than necessarily, um, again, go for the, uh, sort of obvious route of giving them into the, uh, to the higher authorities, we gave them to, again, very, very sort of, uh, we, we formed alliances with people who will essentially, hopefully, give us more money in the long term. So, mm-hmm. yes, that was our goal. Our goal was to get money, right? But, and we, we made that very clear. But we've now formed a relationship, an ally, who will essentially, hopefully, find us better jobs to get more money. So I'd say that that goal was there, or that drive was there, and that's why we should get the XP for it. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, yeah, and I was between before that reason too. It's like daring or ambitious. Like I thought those two are both like mm. very, uh, like but I close. think that that's yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're in a new city, so this is like perfect for a new reputation to sort of yeah. form. Since yeah, yeah, okay, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, you know what? I'm giving it to you. Um, I'm going to give it to you just because I loved all of the, like, changing your reputation, talking about it, thinking about it. And uh, in the future, as you conduct your jobs, your scores, definitely try to be daring because that's going to fill up more of your XP tracker. Okay. Mm. <laughs> um, and that, uh, oh, well, bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one. Uh, that was the thing I gave. I, I gave. Yeah, you've already given us one for that. I've already given you one for that. But I'm yep. gonna give it. I'm gonna give you express the goals, drives inner conflict. Yeah, I'm gonna give that to you as well because I, I like all the talk about how you're developing a new reputation. So that is done. That is crew XP. We finally got that done. We finished all of our downtime activities. So it's time to find the next score. Mm. So I will think, it be? What will I it think be? Uh, logically, Juliet's been like locked away in the workshop most of the time, so I don't think she's out and about looking in the way she should be. If anybody wants a refresher on sort of oh, things that are happening yeah. out there in the world, I can give it to you, or maybe you've thought of it on your own, Juliet. Well, the Jade Paw, right? There's nobles that arrived on a ship asking for us at the Jade Paw. That's correct. That seems problematic. Mm -hmm. And um, otherwise it would just be if you share, yeah, about trying to keep the silver nails off your friend's back. But I don't know if that's a full on. Yeah, I think, I think for me, I think, I think what I would have done or what Barkus would have done to find some information of these nobles is, I mean, I would have asked, I want to, I want to know who they are. Right. So I would have, the the, the, the the same it was a lady who told us that about the information about the nobles right about um well told Olden Kila Kila yeah. was her name yeah. yeah was it Olden told Olden essentially told all um, three of you really mm-hmm. okay so I think I think I'm gonna go pay her a visit and I'm gonna figure out like who these trying to find out where they are or where they're situated 
um, with the intention of getting a, some form of, of finance out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, it's almost like a, if you start um, like coming back, I feel like there's a point where you probably are curious to what she's doing. She's like, I need you to go find out who is asking about us. We have to know. That is the top priority. Almost like redirecting you out. Yeah, I'm like, okay. But later we'll go for it. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. You didn't even let me finish what I was going to say. I could have said anything. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Um, what, what were you going to say? Never mind. I'll um, I'll, I'll find something out. And yeah, are you okay? Yes, I just um, I just have a lot of ideas. You, you see, ah, I, ah, 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 more <laughs> powder. What the fuck is that? I'm just, I'm working on something. Um. Uh, ah, 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 clang, crash, bang, I, crash, crash. <laughs> I have to go. I I I'm, I have to go. Uh, and I kind of make sure I kind of hold, like I, I I you know sort of firmly grasp your shoulder. I'm like, listen, I trust you. I'm not gonna ask, nor am I going to pry. But next time, when we have more time, just please be honest. Tell me what's going on. That way I can help you if you need it. I can let go. I'll go and find out some more information. Thank you. I kind of leave. I'm mm. settled. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you find Keela? You don't know exactly where she hangs out in Irondale. Well, I, surely Alden would know or someone. Maybe I asked, maybe I asked Vea. Vea, okay. Um, uh, Vea uh, says that uh, mm, she is a sister, but she does not run with a band. She is um, city folk. The other warriors will not accept her because she is not full Severosi. You can find her in city center. Keep a close eye out for her. She moves quickly and sticks to the shadows. Huh. Thank you. And I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and hunt for her. Ah, very good. Ooh. Um, because you got a little information from Vea, mm. we'll make this um controlled for standard effect, and um I think that you can roll an extra die because you have the right sector of the city to look in. And okay. the city center isn't huge. Okay. A six. Okay. Yes. So dice today. So the city center is the part of Irondale that is surrounded by lightning barriers. Mm. And you've been here a while, so I assume you have some method of getting in and out of it. Although some people are not allowed in. And actually you are really kind of questioned and uh sort of you know they the guards don't want to let you in and these are imperial military you're no longer mm. dealing with severosi silvernails or anything like that mm. but they eventually let you in even though you're severos and when you get inside you see that this area surrounded by lightning barriers 
is way more Akarosi in its architecture, in uh, the fact that the uh, streets are now cobblestone, whereas outside the city center, they are kind of dirt. And mm. when it rains, they get really muddy. The outside of the city center is kind of like a wild west town. But inside the city center, it feels way more like Victorian America, right? It feels like Boston, uh, you know, in the year 1799 or something like that. So um, you see a lot of Akarosi colonial businessmen moving about, and your six shows you a hand reaching into one of their pockets, pulling out a watch, and you recognize the hand. Mm. It belongs to Kila. <laughs> I kind of... Um, I'll, I'll watch her for a second. Um, as, she, as she does this, and then I'll, I'll, I'll stalk her. She um, takes off down the street uh, in the opposite direction. Uh, she just pulled this watch out of uh, an older gentleman's greatcoat. Um, and um, you see her kind of, uh, like, almost instinctively, without having to think about it, evade the lamplights that keep this portion of the city illuminated. Because as we uh, remember, it's always dark, not just in Duskfall, but also mm. in... Irondale. So she is able to kind of stick close to the wall and then when she's coming to another light, she without thinking moves around the spot left by that light. Okay. And uh, that is how she sort of evades um, any kind of detection. Okay. I am going to then... I mean, I'm going to stay with her. So, um, and then as I'm going to get closer to her, close enough to sort of you know, again, grab her and say, I wonder how much that watch, watch costs. Ah, uh, ha, uh, Valkos, right? Yes. Oh, uh, I think my fence will give me a good price for it. Mm. Shall we go visit them? Uh, introduce you to my fence? Yeah, why not? We can walk and talk. And I kind of put my arm around her and sort of start walking with her. These sorts of introductions are not free. (laughs) There are not a lot of fences in Irondale. Uh, No, I'm sure, I'm sure, but... It is not Duskfall, where uh, you uh, hit a trash can and four criminals fall out, you know? Yes, and (laughs) I'm going to use my finesse to pocket the watch that she has and say, how about I give you back the watch? If I'm successful, obviously. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> as a way of sort of being like, that's my price. That's the price to pay. Okay. Uh, give me a finesse. And I think that she is equal with you. So this will be risky for standard effect. And the consequence, if you fail, is that you will perhaps lose her the ability to get more information out of her. She's going to distrust you and try to move away from you. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> what, what? What? Oh, a failure! A three and a one and a one. But you, oh, wait, wait, wait! Oh no, it's too late! It's too late! It's fine! It's fine! You uh, try to uh, pull the. She's <laughs> she's throwing the watch. You know, she usually wears like a like a leather kind of very little clothing, and uh, she has actually shoved the uh, watch into this pouch that dangles from her hip and you try to reach down and pull out the uh 
pull out the watch, uh, and uh, you um, suddenly feel like because uh, you're focused on it for a second, and you suddenly feel like the pouch kind of like go loose in your hand and you realize that she has untied it and moved way down the street and you open it and there's no pow- there's no watch inside and I kinda, just I'm, like, like, I'm like wait 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 fine we'll do this the typical way I'll pay you gold she's she's moved way far away <laughs> from you now you've got to catch her okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go catch her okay what's your action roll to do Prowl. that Prowl, that makes sense. Okay, give me a prowl roll. And now that she, you see how slippery Keela is, your prowl requires a, let's say, let's call this risky for standard effect. And mm. if you fail this prowl, she escapes. Six. Six. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, you have to really, like, you have to sprint. Uh, but eventually the musculature of Valkos prevails and you uh, fairly almost tackle her. What do you want? I gave you information. It was a fair exchange. You come to take your money back from me? No, I I will ruin your reputation in this town, man. And then suddenly like a a knife flicks from my wrist. Ah, hey! What, you cut cut me now, man? You cut me? (laughs) I told you what I know, man! Suddenly, fair. it was fair and square, man. Blade slowly by the by the lip, me on the corner of the lip. I don't want to. Uh... May Alden be in this scene? Absolutely. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm like, and I'm literally, I'm there. The blade is by the lip, and I'm like, I'm a changed man. I'm a changed man. I'm a changed. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then you just hear a voice like, now, now. And um, maybe coming into the lamplight, like f- fanning himself with a, with a, with a paper fan. Um, so, so hot. Don't you find that it's much hotter in city center? Too many eyes around. Too much light. <laughs> My friend, um, Valkos has particular ways of being persuasive, Keela. Surely, we can come to a more reasonable accord. It was you who told us that the, um, nobles that were looking for these two were around. So, let's have a reasonable exchange between adults so that no blood has to be shed. Hmm? You want more information, you pay more coin. Get your knife out of my face, man take the knife away but I hold her still you understand Kayla that some people here gesturing toward Valkos have been so wounded by the past have seen and done so much that they um there's only certain languages that really get through to them and those are the uh the languages in which they speak, but those of us with a more level head, uh, I think, can come to a more reasonable accord. Yes, I speak the language of money. We can come to an accord of 
one coin and I give you more information. Because guess what, Alden? I have more information. I've learned more since last we saw each other. You want to find this ship? It's not docked right here at the city. It's up the coast. Great. Okay. Um... Well, she told us, <laughs> but uh, there's. Uh, yeah, you can point that out to her. Um, that's um, the information you've got. Well, then, Mister Valkos, I suppose our work here is done. Wait, no, yes, it's, a, it's, a, it's in a, it's in a, point. It's, uh, it's a you're peculiar... not going to find it that easy. You need me to take you there. It's a peculiar bargaining position to come from, uh, Keela, to just tell us what we want to know and then to no, no, hey. need to pay you for it. <laughs> kind of. Look at her, and then my hand sort of taps her slightly on the cheek, like, well done. I hope you guys get humped by horses, man. Then I will try to do my... I hope you get screwed by goats, man. <laughs> um, seems to me that you wouldn't have to go lurking around um, so desperate to make your way solitary, alone... Where every friend here in Irondale is only a friend that you're connected to with cables of gold. What if you knew somebody um, who's associated with the band that you used to be associated with, who could put in a good word for you with the bare tongues? See, not everything comes down to coin, Keela. Surely there could be a favour that could be done for you. And then you do a favour for us. This is not what employers, freelancers, freebooters do. This is what friends do. I'd like to be your friend. <laughs> no chance, man. You guys smell, man. <laughs> no chance. Okay, cool. Listen. Stay away from me from now on. Knives in my face? No way. I'm not telling you anything anymore. Huh? <laughs> Shit. How about we offer you a small percentage of the take that we get when we rob this ship? Ah, okay, so I can help you. Because <laughs> I know how to get on these ships, okay? It's something... My father did it. My mother did it. It's not hard, okay? But you need my expertise to do this. How much is the take, by the way, do you think? Wow. It's a small ship. It's a smaller ship. Yeah, I can help you with this. Yeah? What say you, Alden? I mean, obviously, here with uh, Gila, friendship must be bought. Yeah. Um, I know what friendships that are bought are worth. Um, and all in here is wheels are turning and it's like, we were gathering information because these people were a threat to you. Now, suddenly you're talking about robbing the ship. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, yeah uh, daring indeed, daring indeed. Uh, but we know that these are immensely wealthy prizes and they'd have, uh, They'd have a lot on board to... Uh, we can uh, kill two birds with one stone. That's the saying, yes. 
Um, it's, yes, two birds, one stone. Since it seems as though uh, you will not be a friend, but rather a business partner, you are the stone. Let us kill two birds. You shall tell us how we can get aboard, and you shall receive payment in kind when we receive the take. I can only imagine that such a golden prize is a uh, noble's hunting ship. We should be able to fetch, what say, eight coin and get you a cut? Yeah, I can help you. Yeah, you need me. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I also, well, I maybe, uh, I have the special ability, like, looking into a mirror. I can always tell when someone is lying to me. Does Keela actually know how to get aboard this ship? No, not Does at she all. Know? Okay. No. Um, yeah, uh, eight coin, yes. I, I, I do think that that might be the, uh, the, uh, way to go about it. Um, and, um... Great. So then, then is the question like, how do we turn that information to our advantage? <laughs> um, uh, oh, so we've gotten the information that we're going to get out of her. Um, well, I mean, shit, we could, shit, uh, shit, and uh, imperial military are suddenly uh, moving down this uh, alley. They are not coming, but it, you know, you quickly ascertain that they are not coming to apprehend or attack, or they're not paying attention to you. They are merely shouting up at the windows, where you know there are people kind of like. You know, throwing out their awful, you know, uh, beating out their rugs and things like that. They're shouting, Lockdown! Lockdown! And people are. People are shutting their windows and going back inside. Well, we should go in. Yeah. Or leave. Mm hmm. Is the steel hoof inside the city center or outside? Sounds outside. like it's outside. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So um, I think, uh, yeah, let's let's make ourselves scarce. Okay. Are you bringing Kila with you? Absolutely. Yeah. Kila, Kila would follow anyway now. Eight like coins do. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. So um, you uh, see that there is a lot of military activity uh, even outside the city center right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of military kind of like busy like running about and things like that is though they um can i can i talk to one of the uh military garrison um yeah maybe once you're outside the center yeah there there are military there are military personnel outside the center they're in their gleaming armor with the symbol of the empire uh, on their uh, lapel as we pass through yeah um Great. One one is um, one is uh, uh, overseeing the loading of boxes onto a wagon. Mm-hmm. Not not that high ranking, as you might imagine. Right, right. A um, sergeant of some sort. Beehive of activity. They got you working late hours. Ah, uh, yes. I'd say we're going to be working lots of late hours now. Dear sir, you will. Um, with the. Uh, the great ship that's just come ashore. I can't imagine the swells ship? that... There's a ship ashore? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's just what I've heard. Where? North of Irondale, north of the city on the coast, I dare I say. To... Mulligan, here! Oh, my God. Go and fetch the lieutenant right away. 
You, sir, go nowhere. All right. What kind of ship are we talking? Was she lying about the presence of a ship? What's that? Was what? Keela lying about the she presence of a ship? She was not lying about that. She was not <laughs> lying about that. Right. <laughs> um. Okay. Interesting. Um. I mean, I'm not going to fucking get away from the cops. Uh. Great. Okay. I'm, I'm. I allow myself to be taken into custody. I guess. He's what? not taking you into custody. Or spoken to. He's just saying you don't go anywhere. Very well. Tell me about this ship, sir. Well, I can only tell you what I've heard. Streets, streets talk. Tongues wag, walls have ears and all that. Soon a uh, young man with uh, sort of a, the peach fuzz beginnings of a goatee and a lot of epaulettes and various <laughs> symbols of office comes marching up and says, Sergeant? <laughs> So, I am to take it we have an information source here. Uh, something about a ship. I, I scarcely thought it would be so distressing to you. I would have thought that the Imperial military would know all the comings and goings from our fair city. Those by water, most of all. We, um, are you aware of the situation we're in right now? Um, I like to keep my ear open as much as the next man, but um, I, I can't help but notice that the um, the patrols on the streets have grown a little bit more bellicose of late. There's been an attempted coup in Duskfall. Really? The nobility are at war with the Ministry of Preservation. You don't say. Well, I suppose uh, what, what side is the uh, is the colonial government taking? What is your name, sir? <laughs> Uh, Alden Sykes, local business owner. I Check the, the lists, Sergeant. I give, Check him, the I give lists. him the card. Mm-hmm. He's checking the lists. Uh, and have you ever been or are you currently affiliated with any of the noble houses of the Leviathan Hunters? <laughs> I think you'd have only to look at um, my tire to, to know that if I was a member of such a house and I must be from one of its very lapsed branches. And though, indeed, my business card says that I'm the owner of a uh, entertainment establishment, I must confess that my occupation is drunkard. Tell me about the <laughs> ship. Where is it? Did Keela give us any information regarding its precise Keela whereabouts? walks up. I can tell you where this ship is. Oh my god. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you both still there? Is Valkos yep. there? Yep. <laughs> um... Is this an associate of yours? Um, an associate? Well, that is an interesting choice of words. Um, we have not agreed to do business, and this is someone that I could not describe as a friend, could I? Madam, he said this to Keela. You can take us to this ship? Absolutely, I can take you there now. But it would cost... And he's like, take her into custody. <laughs> and they grab her. Uh, and he's like, you will show us where this ship is. Bring her in. And uh, Mr. Sykes, uh, you yeah. should come with us as well. Certainly. Um, I suppose this is to uh, 
neutralize a threat. Uh, the, these, the coup that the nobles are plotting here, then um, we, good citizens of Irondale as we are, must uh, band together. Uh, now, humble proprietor of an alehouse that I am, I, I have certain associates of mine associated with the business that I wouldn't mind bringing along as well. If that's in the offing. Hmm. Associates, you say? Uh, yes, you also know the ins and outs of this uh, uh, travel out well outside the boundaries of uh, our fair city. I don't know if you've travelled in the Deathlands. Uh, Captain, was it? Lieutenant. Uh, l- Lieutenant. Um, yes, um, gather your associates and uh, report back to the office at uh, Dreary Street. Very well. Um, I'll bring people who know the Deathlands like the back of their hands. I'll send these officers with you to make sure that you are able to make your preparations with alacrity. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. And so uh, two officers uh, accompany you to the Steel Hoof to retrieve Ju- uh, Juliet. And on, on, on the way to the... When, when we reach the Steel Hoof, I'm like, do you, do you want a drink? To, to me? No, to, uh, to, the, to the officers. Ah, yes. <clears throat> Wouldn't be right, sir. We're on duty right now. Nah, I'm not supposed can... to let you get us drunk or, I'm you know... I'm aiming to get you drunk. I'm simply being a, a, a nice host. Well, hell, it couldn't hurt to have a little it, nip, right? Oh, come. It could, it could hurt. And I think um, you, you'd only want to do it if, uh, you know, you, you felt as though you had the constitution to, uh, to withstand what we brew up. At the, uh, in the silver hoof. Ah, yes, I remember. Yeah, not many people can handle what you make, Holden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can uh, can I, I, you would be surprised what I can handle, sir. Put it in front of me. And Hill is like, I don't know. We're supposed to get him back. We'll come back with you. I mean, it's just a drink. Ah, <laughs> uh, very good. Just remember that Keela is with the Imperial military. Absolutely. Right. Okay. okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go down to where uh, uh, Juliet is and sort of give her the heads up while I'm collecting this moonshine. Um, mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm like in my head, you know, well, before I've left, I've been like, Alden, uh, maybe uh, find out uh, a bit more as to where our alliance is. Yes, I suppose I will. Um. You never know what loose tongues will say um, when they're consorting with one another. I clink two bottles together and walk <laughs> out to the uh, the, um, the officers. Uh, <laughs> uh, but Jesus, what? I you brought their know. imperial Look, yes, officers yes, 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 yes. here? Imperial officers yeah. come and go. Well, they're looking for us. They're going to go to the boat where they no, are I looking understand. for no, us I, yes, specifically. Yes, and Kila, who is bought by money, is I actually over understand. The, she's alive. I this is why yes. I said we should kill her. This is no, why I, I said we should kill her. And I was going to, but Alden stopped me. The point is, <laughs> is that I feel like this could be an opportunity. Yes, I know it's it's, it's maybe one that we're forced down, but it can be an opportunity. We could turn this in our favor. We have an army eh, behind us. 
They can help us get on the boat, find out information of what we need. They can distract, we can look, we can search. Okay. I trust you. Hmm. I kind of take the moonshine and like, have you tried any of this drink yet? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm a bit wary. I, yes. I like to have my faculties about me when I'm working. And I go and slip like some extra, like a bag of trance powder under a, a blanket real quick and I walk back out with you. Right. Very good. Is everybody willingly going to the Imperial military office? Absolutely. After, I mean, like, we've plied these people with drinks, I would imagine, and tried to get as much information out of them as possible. Yeah. Yes. When you get there, there is someone that the lieutenant you were talking to earlier is deferring to, some sort of captain. Okay. And he has laid out a bunch of maps of Severus, <laughs> and Keela is pointing to a spot on the map. And he says, Ah, welcome. I understand that you were uh, the party that was uh, informed of this landfall. Is that correct? Yes. Well, I, I don't know that I'd wear the uh, badge of informer too proudly, but I feel as though those in a position to aid our fair city should know uh, the things that um, put it into peril. We haven't had a boat from Duskfall in three days. That in itself was strange, and we wondered what the reason might be. We were also unable to raise them on the telegraph. We were not sure whether it was some sort of technical difficulty or something more serious. Recently, it appears that the Ministry has retaken the telegraph from the noble houses, And from them we have learned that there has been a coup. No ship has come into the official harbor of Irondale. Therefore, this ship you mention is of great concern. And so, I'd like to know if you can help us find it, investigate it, and if necessary, apprehend any nobles on board. And that's where we'll stop for today. (laughs) (laughs) Always willing to do my part. Uh, And we will all do our part when we come back next time. This has been Haunted City. Ross Bryant, Josephine McAdam, Abu Salim. I'm Jared Logan. Thank you, John Harper. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit GlassCannonNetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at Patreon.com slash GlassCannon. Glass Cannon.